This is the Epilog Audio Experience. The language and content on this podcast may be unsuitable for certain audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to History Chatter. Here's another episode of Quick Takes where we bring you interesting facts without a lot of detailed background. This one is about elections and about voters. Now, what if I told you that there was a time in history when children uh, voted quite regularly and for a fairly long time? Historian Peter Killing has published uh, a very interesting paper in 2019 and uh, he shows that uh, the Belfast Telegraph of 7th February 1906 ran a story under the headline The Youngest Voter in the Kingdom and it spoke about Alexander Atkinson, a meal worker from County Antrim. He had recently cast his ballot in that year's general election as a thoroughgoing loyalist. He had voted for the conservative candidate. Now, what made Atkinson newsworthy was that he was only 14 years old. He had been on the electoral register since he was 10. He showed up at the polling station. He was initially told by the presiding officer to run away, boy, and play outside. Instead, Atkinson went and found the conservative candidate's election agent. The agent, after a brief legal argument, convinced the officer to issue a ballot paper to the triumphant teenager. Now, Atkinson had been placed on the electoral register through a simple administrative error. His father had passed away. He had left his home, the father had left his home in his son's name, in a system which linked the right to vote to property value, the council workers responsible for preparing the register had assumed that Atkinson was old enough to qualify and had included him without closer investigation. In the extremely polarized politics of the time, politics in the United Kingdom, that is, It is also possible, perhaps, that the conservative agent, so conveniently available at the time, had helped him escape attention. Now, why was a 14-year-old boy permitted in the first place to vote in a parliamentary election at all? The law explicitly prevented anyone under 21 from voting. And the presiding officer was clearly under no illusions as to Atkinson's age. The truth was, Atkinson had exploited an interesting quirk and anomaly of electoral law. It was certainly illegal for children to vote, but it was also and still remains against the law for polling station staff to refuse to give a ballot paper to a registered individual voter. Once on the register, 
a person could only be struck off by the order of a judge, regardless of the legality of that qualification. What is most remarkable about Atkinson's case, however, is that he is not the youngest person to have voted in a 20th century UK election. He was not even the youngest documented in 1906. A couple of days before, 11-year-old James Griggs had cast a vote for the MP for Southeast A6. Indeed, the phenomenon of child voters remained a feature of UK elections for almost 50 years. It offers a curious and unique lesson in the chaotic history of British democracy. Now, the last general election in which young children can reliably be said to have voted was that of 1935. Then, at least five between the ages of two and 12 cast ballots. But uh, the conviction and fining of a father in Newport, whose son of seven had been taken to the polling station after his grandfather had found that he was on the register, made national news. And it offered a useful deterrent. After this date, after 1935, only in Northern Ireland did child voters continue to vote. Uh, but that too was an exception. In 1943, four children voted in the West Belfast and Antrim by-elections. Now, what then are we to make of the rise and fall of the child voter? The existence tells us much about the unreliability of the electoral registers compiled during a period of chaotic transition. But the fact that so many of these children were allowed to vote and that so few prosecutions were brought, as in so few cases were filed, suggests that a relaxed attitude to electoral anomalies was quite different from now. This was a period in which the right to vote was a limited, shifting and ill-defined concept. Only a minority of women had access to franchise even during the 1920s, while business owners and university graduates could often claim two or more votes. In this context, the occasional infant voter must have seemed a minor problem. The decline of the child voter after the 1940s reflected an improvement in the process of registration and a more serious attitude towards the integrity of elections. This is evident in the last reported case of a child obviously of tender age, casting a ballot in a UK election. This took place on 10th May 1952. Seven-year-old Juven Strover voted in Berkhamsted local elections. She'd been brought to the polling station by her mother, Elizabeth. She was against resistance from uh, the polling station staff, and she aggressively demanded a ballot for the child. 
and refused to leave until one was issued. Far from the blind eye with which earlier cases were met, this time Elizabeth was immediately charged, convicted and fined for procuring a child a vote. Nevertheless, though the system may have hardened, Elizabeth's attitude to the affair had more in common with that of the 1920s. Silly, wasn't it? She told the court. It was all a joke. It would have been funny, she later told a reporter from the Daily Mirror, if a candidate had got in by just one vote. So from a serious business, vote by children finally turned into a joke by 1950s. Thank you very much. Another episode of History Chatter Quick Ticks will be in the offing very soon. Till then, this is Anirban signing off. Oh,